That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is doomed. It's Catherine. We did it backwards. Do you think they believed us? I sound so much sexier than that. No. No, we were actually just talking about... This is what you sound like. Okay. I told you in confidence that I feel like I sound like a 12-year-old boy whose balls haven't dropped yet. And I told you, no, you sound like a 12-year-old boy whose balls have dropped just a little bit. (laughs) They just dropped the whole way. (laughs) I just felt them. Uh, I think I've gone delirious uh, in quarantine. How about you? Well, it's um, it's May thirty fourth, nineteen thirty eight. Days the year Columbus sells the ocean blue. Wow! Did we go back in time or um, Time is time is no more. Time does not exist. Time is a construct. Uh, time is something the Illuminati created. To control us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's for their new world order. Yes. Wow. You've definitely been listening to too much YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have, uh, it's, yeah, this is, it's been a, it's been a trip. I'm so much ready. I'm so much ready. I'm so much ready. I'm so much ready. I'm so ready for things to get back to normal, but who knows when that's going to be. But we have cheaties until then. We have cheaties, though. At least everyone can eat their bowl of cheaties, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, get their earfuls, their mouthfuls uh, of cheaties. So today we're going to... So we have a fantastic guest caller uh, calling in. Yes. Um, our friend, Sophia Alexandra. Yes. She's an amazing comic. If you listen to Fridays, you've already heard the teaser that we're going to have her on today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, please stick around to the, well, I mean, we're going to get to her shortly because she's actually on like a time crunch. So we'll be calling her, uh, in just a little bit, uh, you'll absolutely love that. But she's fantastic. So she's in LA, but she, She's come to Atlanta pretty frequently, and I met her, I'm pretty sure, through my ex I was dating at the time. Mm-hmm. So we, and we've talked about this, we, mm-hmm. that we want to talk about dating and comedy. Oh, yeah. Because we both have very We've talked about different this. Yes. We've teased it a bunch. Uh, we have had very different experiences. And you mentioned before you had very negative experience. Yeah. And I, I do, I will say this, I think it, it's not across the board, but- I've heard this. I told you, like, April Macy even told me. Yeah. Uh, she was like, don't do it. Don't date another comedian. Yeah. And I'll oh, say so many comics yeah. say don't date other comedians. Yeah, but it's hard. You're also, like, it's it's a job at a nightclub at night. You're, like, then you go out with the people you were working with at night. You know, it's hard it, not to, to fall in love with somebody. Mingle and fraternize with them. Yeah, it's yeah. so, I mean, and also, <laughs> if you're a comedian and you obviously like to laugh, other comics are super smart and sharp and charismatic yes. usually. And you keep up. And yeah. It, Which is what you learn. You don't want somebody like that. Yes. Well, <laughs> except I married one, but go yeah. ahead. We'll talk about our different uh, experiences. I was like, so and when, when I started dating my ex and he, cause he's in comedy too, I wasn't the surest of myself. Um, and he was very sure of himself and he had very much of a way of like, of that, like, you know, you've seen like the dad 
training their kid to be an Olympic athlete. <laughs> yeah. They're, and it's never, it's no, it's no, um, it's no pat on the backs. You know, it's always like, should have done this better, better, faster, right. work harder, work harder, you know, don't stop till you're bleeding kind of thing. Um, and so. Is that how he treated you? It was, kind, yeah. I mean, and, and also comedy is very um, individual and it's, it's yeah. very like. It is like a, you know, it's, it's like a pers- chunk of your, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's personal. personal. It's yeah. Very, like, it's, you know, ex- it's like a chunk of your soul. You're like dangling in front of strangers every single night. Yes. Um, no, it is that. It's yeah. not like that. It is it that. It very much is that. Yeah. And so it was always, you know, just like, I was still learning. I was very, very new when we started dating. So and I was just like, take me back there. Down. How far into comedy were you and him at the time that I think y'all I was, met? I think I was almost two years in. Okay. Very new. That's still, still very, very incredibly new. Incredibly new. Yeah. And like, I I had a lot to, I think my first three years was not, I wasn't even like, I didn't even have like a natural talent. I, I think was, you did. No. Starting from zero. You were funny. When I very first saw you do comedy, you were funny. You had, you had jokes, you had stuff, but none of us know our voice. I mean, yeah. fuck, we're still probably neither very much. I mean, oh, I've yeah. been doing it for over eight years and it's like, I, I probably yeah, yeah, yeah. still haven't even really hit the stride that yeah. I, that I want to hit. Exactly. Like when you just like kind of sit there and you're like, I know. I know. Yeah. Brand. You know, your brand, yeah. your voice and all that. So yeah. So, well, so, but, and so it was just a lot of like. And how far you, along was he in comedy when y'all? I think he was like a year more, so he was three years. But he again, he just kind of hit the ground running. Right. Um, yeah, he was kind of a bulldozer, like when he came in. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a lot of like, and you know, I would try and write with him, and he'd be like, "I can't." And writing to me is like, I have this idea. I'm going to throw everything against the dartboard, mm-hmm. and two things might hit. But I do that instead. Of, other people's process is like, oh, I'll throw one thing. If it hits, then I'll, you know, flower it and work it out. Right. There's a million different processes or whatever, but oh, yeah. like, so, you know, I would try and write with him and he'd be like, I can't believe you'd say that. That's just, none of that is funny. Where are you even getting this? Like, just kind of just like, don't come with me until it's ready kind of thing. Like, you know, what? and it just, what? and he would just. What? You're, okay, wait, I can't even like wrap my mind around this right now. So you're talking about like at home. Yes. Your pitch, your, your, did, would y'all like sit down to write together? Try. And, but I, again, it was like, a or you're just like, it's just like regular conversation. You throw a thing out and he just shoots it down. No, it was like, we were trying to write together, but it was a two way to, but I was very insecure and a very delicate flower. Sure. And he was like horrible, bad, like, you know, just like, that's not funny. Like, I can't, I don't even understand what you're saying right now. I do have a tend to have a hard time seeing what the next word is coming out of my mouth is you just experience. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then like shows, I would go out and like, you know, you're still learning. And then he would just, but what would you do me after the shows and just be like, you're not, you're so scared on stage. You just, you're so, you play so little, but all this stuff. But like, I, at that point again, was still learning. Yeah. And it was, it became the point where I, him and I, outside comedy, were good for the most part until the end. But comedy for us was made me miserable and oh. sad and insecure. I hate. I love doing shows. It's my favorite thing in the entire world sure. to get on stage to perform in front of anyone, except if he was there. I hated when he was there. I hated when he would was that watching. make you feel like more insecure about even if you you knew the bit was solid and you yes. were getting it to where you wanted it, you still felt insecure oh if he was every there. word that was coming out of my mouth, my brain you was going, You're guess. stupid, this is horrible, you're horrible. 
because I knew he was watching me and he was probably thinking the same thing. And I, again, I, I think to his, he was trying to just push me. Sure. And you not, see it more of like the coach, like you said. Like, yeah. But it, it destroyed me for a long so time. So he didn't even like sandwich things properly. Like, here's what you did. Here's what I liked. Here's what you can fix. And here's what I, here's what you do well. It was always like, here's the eight thing. And it was always like, you know, your vague things. Like, you're just scared. You There's too much fat. This, this. You're playing small. You're you're not getting to the point. Again, like, I'll, I can take criticism, but it's like, you know, again, it was, I'm saying dating and comedy. Yeah. Can be very, very hard if you are dating some, if it's, if you're doing an art form right. and there's somebody a else that personal, private, personal yeah. art form and somebody yeah. else that understands it can, can cut you. Mm. And it's, it's also like, you know, comedy, like any other thing is like, you know, people get certain things and you know, you're always comparing yourself to the other person, whether you try to or not. Yeah. I mean, and we're all insecure, like comedians in general, I think everyone, because we care, we yes. want to be funny. We want to be good. We want, I mean, we're always trying to like perform for the comics in the room. Oh yeah. You know, we're trying to perform for the back of the room is what they say. And, uh, you know, we want people to think that we're smart and funny and it's very hard. I mean, I can't imagine like him at home or after shows, like just dogging on you. Oh, it was like stuff just, yeah. Like that stuff where like, you know, he had a show for forever and I was never on it. It was like a year that he had like a monthly show. Yeah. Remember people being He didn't like, put you on the show? People going up to me like, why have you ever done it? Why have you never done it? And I remember I asked him one time and he was like, I, you're just like, I've seen you bomb three times. Last time, three times I've seen you, I've seen you bomb. Are you like, fucking kidding no me one, right no, now? No, I didn't. Are you fucking and kidding me? Yeah. And he said that to you like you're some open mind. Do yes. you know how many comedy couples there are where the one of them sucks ass, but they still get on, they still put them on stage because the optics of that just mm -hmm. look bad? Mm -hmm. Or because, I mean, even if you don't think the person is like as tight as you think they should be, if you quote love them and care about them, you want to give them more stage time. Yeah, it's that all the time. I don't think you can handle this room. I don't think you do. And what? I'm like, Listen, your little bar in Atlanta is not the mecca of comedy number one. But yeah, so it was always little stuff oh, this like that. me. Where it was like, I just saw you, and it was like, no, no, no. When I was up on stage at two thirty a.m. at the one a.m. the yeah. same show, I've seen you <clears throat> eat ass. Uh, yeah go off onto somebody in the crowd because your material wasn't working. Um, you know, like, like, ugh, so God. would you so avoid stuff where it's just that, but like, that was the kind of stuff because I love comedy and I, I so badly want to be good at it. That above, honestly, like the cheating or anything else, like in the long term for three years was the stuff that probably made me the most, that made me feel the smallest. Yeah. Of course. I can't, I mean, of course it would. I, would, I think it's just, yeah, again, it's How like, did you get, okay, so two things. So how did you, so first of all, did you avoid doing shows and stuff with him because of that reason? Did you try not to go up in front of him, like on stage? Yeah, I would always, yeah, I would always, I would be like, don't, don't watch my set. You feel free to leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and then that would be a whole other thing. Why are you scared? Da, 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 da. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe because I don't like the feeling of getting off the stage and looking at you after doing a set. Yeah. How did y'all? Um, so my other my other question is, how did y'all get past that? Like privately? Never. 
We never did. It's still to this day. I dread the day that I'm probably on a show with him. Yeah. Well, you will be. So, get, you know. Well, you I, I mean, to- at this point, I'm like, screw it. I'm at this point, shit. yeah. And, and he can't, I mean, it's not like he can He can tell you on the way home how bad you did because, you know, there's no way home. So, yeah. oh, man, that fucking but, sucks. So, yeah, it is, I don't I mean, like, I don't have any other profession to to judge it after. But, like, uh, in my opinion, unless it is a soulmate like yeah. you found, oh, dating in another comedian yeah, it could be. I could risky. Yeah, that's awful. That's terrible. But all that says to me is that they have some sort of deep seated insecurities for them to be taking that out on you like that. Because it's so much easier to just be helpful, you know, or or complimentary. I, sometimes at the end we would start, or I would say something, and be like, "Oh, that's did you make a joke about that? That's funny." You know, yeah. there'd be like little things. So yeah. it was never. I shouldn't say. I don't want to say it was always just a beat down. Yeah. Um. But you know, those that was one in twenty. Oh, man. So Jared and I, like ninety percent of the time, it's oh, write that down. That's funny. Write yeah. that down. Oh, that's hilarious. Which is great to have yeah. somebody. Yeah. That can recognize stuff. Yeah. I mean, shit. In our wedding vows, he said. Uh, that I make him laugh every day. <laughs> but he's told me many times that I'm like the funniest person he's ever known. And I've told him that I, that he's the funniest person yeah. I've ever known a million times. And I mean, there's definitely been some criticism parts. We might've touched on this in the podcast before, but uh, early on, uh, he was really, he was always very sweet about criticizing me. It was never harsh. It was never out of the blue. It was just like this one time, I had this bit that I was doing for a little while and at very beginning, very beginning of comedy, I met Jared on my sixth time on stage. Um, so I was a month into comedy six times on stage. And, uh, so I was super new. And then we were fast forward, like later that year, we were out of town together doing a show and I was doing this bit that I had done for a while, which was kind of played out and just low hanging fruit bit anyway. It wasn't that smart or anything. And he told me very gently after I got off stage that I should, that I'm better than that joke. Mm-hmm. And it hurt my feelings so bad. And he was nice about it. And then he goes and he goes up on stage and I sat in the green room and bawled my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I could barely take it. I was so embarrassed that he knew that he thought that that was a bad joke and had not told me prior. And then I was like, how many times have I done that joke? And he just sat back and just let me sound stupid or whatever. Um, so, but I, it was me, I was taking it very hard, but there's, well, you can't help it. Like, I, yeah. I don't, I, I can't think of something else to, it's so hard. There's nothing else to compare it to. It yeah. is so, it is so personal. It's so personal because it's something and you're so you, vulnerable. Yes, every time you get on stage. yes, yes, yes. The vulnerability part is what makes it so hard to hear and yeah. all that. But yeah. And then there were a few times he did tell me early on that, um, that I needed to loosen up and just be myself, he would he would be like, when you get up there, you just kind of, you sound like someone trying to sound like a comedian. That cut me to the core. Yeah, that's hurt. That hurt my, he, he wasn't trying, like, he was just like, you're better than that. You're so much, he's like, you're so much funnier than whatever you're doing you know, up there. He's like, your jokes are good, but like, yeah. you sound like kind of like a rehearsed robot on stage. But see, I, I see that now from like doing it for so long yes. that it's like, it's that advice is so true. It's so true. But it's also something that I don't, you can't just, it just comes one day. It, it just comes one day. You yes. just, you're you, going to be a robot yes. until you 
so you repetition of getting on stage and over and over again you get so co- it took me two years to just get comfortable on oh stage. same yeah um and then after like at some point you find this confidence and you're like i trust myself i believe in myself yes. It's me on stage. I can do this, but it's not like a okay because somebody told me I'm gonna go oh, out there. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you now. told me not to be a robot. Now yeah. I am going to just have a natural uh, voice on yeah, stage. Yeah, oh yeah. wow, thank you for fixing that for me. Yeah. No, it just has to happen on the on your own. And like mm-hmm. I teach comedy classes, you know, when life is normal, and <laughs> so many of those women who take my class are like, which shout out to Laugh Lab. Uh, <laughs> we're doing some online classes yeah. right now. We're teaching pilot writing. Um, and, uh, sketch comedy writing coming up. But anyway, uh, so many of them are like, who are just so ambitious and they like start out and they write these great jokes. They've got this great first five minute set and they're like, okay, but, um, I need to be more natural on stage. How does, how do I do that? Teach me that. And I'm like, no girl, that's on you. That I can't teach you that I can teach you techniques. I can teach you writing. I can help you formulate a set. But all of that, that is time, 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 time. Somebody asked me the other day, they're like, if you had to give a stand-up comic any advice or or a a hopeful stand-up comic any advice, somebody who wants to do it, what do you tell them? Uh, And I'm like, get on stage. Mm -hmm. Get on stage. That's the first advice I was ever given by a stand-up comic. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I've been thinking about doing stand-up comedy. And they were like, okay, get on stage. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, get on stage. (laughs) And do it a billion times. Yeah, and do it, do it for... And like, eventually, God, I, I hate that I'm giving advice. Like, I'm an no, expert. no, but I mean, yeah. Uh, I do not claim to be an expert by any means. Um, I don't know what the f I'm doing. So, <laughs> but uh, in in the most uncomfortableest of rooms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it in front of four uninterested people. You yeah. got to do it in front of TVs blaring behind you. You've got to do it uh, in rural towns. You got to do it in front of old people, young people, mm-hmm. angry people. Um, a shit ton of people who don't care about you and are just interested in the person coming up after you. Uh, you've got to, you've got to do in the daylight. You got to do it in front of children. Uh, on, on Zoom calls. <laughs> on Zoom calls. Where yeah. you cannot see the audience because they yeah. have muted and turned off their audio. <laughs> yeah, and you're exactly. like, I love this yeah. kind of comedy. Yeah, 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 I could yeah. have done this by myself in my bathroom. You've got to do, uh, you got to do, do comedy all the time. And I always tell anybody who's new, I'm like, if you're not getting up on stage like four times a week, at least you're not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's the only way to get good repetition and you do it a million times. Now, some people are lucky they come out of the gate with all of it, you know, with the presence and the writing and the comfort, comfortability or whatever. But like that's all of those combined it's very rare that you just have all that automatically. Yeah. You might have one, but not all of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Doing comedy with Jared though for so long, like and the other thing, when we started dating, he had been in comedy already for 12 years. So he had run the gamut. He had, he was like a touring club mm-hmm. headliner. He knew the drill. He had already done the, the shit gigs, you know, the early on shit gigs and the mics and the, just trying to get on stage and trying it out and yeah. finding your voice. He had been through all that. And so it was a lot that was so far in the past for him that I think he was just like, come on, you can, you got this, like you, you can do better. Um, but he was very supportive, like of me and my favorite, favorite, favorite thing that he does when I'm on stage and when he still performs nowadays is if he hears me do a new bit or a new joke or change around my like delivery of a, of a, you know, order of words or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'll just switch something or do something new. He'll text me. And then by the time I get off stage and I go to check my phone, 
he'll all have all these little nice little sweet messages that are like, Oh, I love what you did with such and such. Or he'll quote the joke. Like he'll Aww. quote a line that he liked yeah. and he's like, Oh, I love what you do. So her, he'll go, ha 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 ha, you know, such and such. That's, that's funny. Um, which I always love that. Cause yeah. that means he's listening to my son. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. But that's why it's it works sweet. out for us. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's good. It's a, Yeah. But you got to learn. I mean, I'm, I hate that you had that experience. Um, but it, no, it's so cool uh, to feel like kind of liberated by it. Yeah. You learned so a lot. long, I would write and get on stage and I would tell myself, this is stupid, this is bad. And in the back of my head, I was going, he would think this is horrible. Mm-hmm. This, You know what I mean? Like he was like the nasty voice in mm-hmm. my head. Um, but it's fun to not have that and just be like, dude, just do what works for you. Do, do what's fun. And do what works for you. Mm-hmm. So, yep. but well, you know, I love that y'all y'all are like, like you share this common interest thing. I know, and see, that's the thing that I tell people when everybody's like, "Oh, he's here. Two comics shouldn't date or whatever. Be married." Well, it works for us. Yeah, and for me, I mean, it's also just chemistry and personalities and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff too. Obviously, it's outside. I mean, and he doesn't even do comedy as much as he used to he doesn't do it full time anymore but when he does he still fucking crushes and it just it makes every me time. every single time it, it angers me so much but it makes me like i'm so full of pride for him and i think he's the funniest person on the planet um and that's beautiful but what i've always tell people who are like oh comics shouldn't date i'm like you know what coming out of my past relationships it, i i think for me I have to have someone who understands what I'm doing and is, I guess I've just had too many like either jealous or possessive or whatever situations where I just don't need someone asking me where the hell I am every five seconds. And like Jared knows when I have shows and I'm gone and I don't, and I might stick, he knows the show might be over and I might still be out for another hour or two. He knows I'm talking to comics. Yeah. He you knows I'm in the green room. Yeah. I'm in the green room. room. I'm networking. Yes. I'm hanging out. I'm t- maybe talking to the staff, you know, whatever. Like he, he's not going to be like, what are you doing? Why do you need to be out late at night? Why are you? He does not give me shit for this career because he's been there and he's experienced it and he understands it and he understands my goals and dreams and he doesn't shit mm-hmm. on them. So, yeah. you know, it's, Fantastic. you know, even though he can definitely in a heart, if anybody sits down with him or listens to how he feels about Hollywood and the business, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of negative out there and he's happy to point it out, but you know, he still gets it and he understands my drive yeah. and he, he definitely thinks I'm good at it, which makes me feel good. <laughs> I know it's gross. It's so gross. Did y'all ever, so this is, I was like, this is the, now that I'm dating hot tub. Who oh is, yeah. The accountant, yeah, who is so far from so far opposite from I, the stand-up he, he's comic. Been like I'm gonna try it one day, and I'm like, mm. I, fine, but I'm gonna let you know that <laughs> be prepared for when you and I, I do mean when you bomb. <laughs> there is no hor- more worse feeling than that ride home when yeah. you're just sitting in it. Okay, yeah. so yeah. and I'll be there for you, but I will not be like you did great. I'll be like I'll tell you so. I told you so. I told you. Um, <laughs> what but, you got to do though is sandwich it. You got to tell him. You know. No, no, no. I've said. I've, I've said no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's fine, but it's gonna be horrible. And yeah. I, all I'm gonna say is I told you so. <laughs> I'm very encouraging. Like do whatever. Just, just, just. Uh, <laughs> But we don't have to fight. We don't fight about like I'm gonna I'm gonna take that joke now. I can't tell you my last relationship how many times like I had an idea and I said it and I and it turned into and it went into a bit of his and I was like cool I was writing something like that. 
Uh, wow. But now, like, we're in bed and, and, and Hot Tub will say, God, what did he say the other night? And I just, and he sees me, like, lean over and just type it onto my phone. I'm like, I got to remember this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, f- hold on. I have to say this. But that happens with Jared and I all the time. Like, we'll, I'll be like, no, uh, that's mine. Or he'll come up with something super funny, but it, it involves me. And I'm like, oh, I'm writing that down. That's mine. And he's yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, you're not even doing comedy. So it yeah, is mine. It's so mine. Sh- oh. We'll see who does it on stage first. Right? It'll be and, me. And, it's like, and then it's like whoever has like the better bit of yeah, it gets exactly. to take it. I, to take I, it. I do not miss. I wrote down. This is the, Okay, this is also the good, great thing about comedy. Is like you, you'll be like, oh, I got to remember that later. And you'll just like quickly you'll, jot down like something. Yeah. This is all I wrote down. I don't remember half of it. <laughs> this is a quote from him. Golf really is a workout. <laughs> 22 ounce curls on the golf course. <laughs> wow, that's TBD, riveting. TBD if I'll ever turn that into anything. <laughs> but that's exactly what we'll do. It'll just be this dumb little half. It's like trying to wake up and re- recall a dream. <laughs> oh, and you look at it and you're like, what did I say? I have some, yeah. Like, I, I wrote my joke and wrote something the other day. It was like, how come every time you uh, talk to your idol, you say something creepy? <laughs> All right, we need one episode where we just go through all of our notes and our phones to force us to write. Um, okay, so we've got to get okay, to this so podcast right. is called Cheaties. We've got to get to right. some cheaty stories, and um, I'm super excited for everybody to enjoy our next caller. So, uh, Catherine, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, she should we plug her really quick? She's yeah, of course. Fantastic comedian out yeah. out of LA. She's been on This Is Not Happening on Comedy, Comedy Central. Central. Yep. Um, she tours all over the country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's done everything. She's been on a ton of festivals and all yep. that good stuff. She has a podcast out. She's got two podcasts. Okay. So she's got uh, one is Private Parts Unknown, and hopefully we can get her to talk about that one today. Uh, and then she's got this other one called um, 420 Day Fiance. So it's where she gets high uh, with another comic and they talk about that show, 90 Day Fiance. That's so funny. it's very niche. Uh, you have to watch <laughs> that. You have to watch that show to okay. get it, but um, or just smoke pot and get it, mm-hmm. really. Uh, but yeah, so we're about to call Sophia next. Yay! And this is hers. I know, I miss her too. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, hopefully she'll answer. I don't know what she's doing out there. In she's old the LA queen of photo shoots. Hello. Oh, hello, Sophia. Hi, Sophia. Hello, Nathan Cam. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so good to hear your beautiful voice. I miss it, you. your voices. It's going to be so awkward because there's three of us, and we're all going to be like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. We, oh. already, we already got reprimanded by Lace's mom. A couple episodes ago, she was like, y'all need to shut up. That bitch runs a tight ship. She I really does. It. She really does. That's how I turned out this way. Yeah. 
You know, just, you can't raise a beauty queen without some strict rules. That's okay? right. <laughs> That's very true. Um, okay, so we so this is going to be like the first episode where we don't have that little teaser voicemail. So we didn't play a teaser voicemail for our audience this time. But what we did was we just told them you're a badass, and they can just expect that whatever stories are about to come out are going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, this is such an honor. I was binging your podcast yesterday, and honestly, it was delicious. Oh my God. So much. It makes my little heart so happy. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah. And as I was saying to Lace, Kat, I'm sorry. Uh, Fuck your ex. It's a public time to be like, fuck him. No loop. Baseball bat with rusty nails in it. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and I can't believe you thought his little ass could tell you what was funny. Right? No. Uh, no, right? Ma'am. That's Listen. never going to happen again. Not on my watch. I don't think so. No, this Hell is what I said. No. I told Lace, she like read the text messages that y'all were talking about and how much you were going off. And I was like, dude, how much does Sophia charge for therapy sessions? Because I would double that. <laughs> I would pay for you to be my therapist. I was so mad because I remembered when I first met you, it was the Highland Ballroom, and yeah, uh, yeah you were introduced as your ex's fucking girlfriend, and not as a stand-up in your own right, and I didn't know that you even did stand-up, and I was like, that's so whack, when later I thought about it, I was like, why wouldn't he have said that? That's... What a fucking dick. You should have your own personality and your own fucking being, rather than being his girlfriend. Oh, and I do. Ugh. And she fucking I does. Do. Yeah. Um, you know what? Lesson learned. Right? Lesson learned. <laughs> lesson and I'm like, I'm truly kidding you. What? I said lesson learned indeed. And honestly, like, no one's worried about you. Look at you. I can bounce literally a whole roll of quarters off your ass. Not Thank just like you one so quarter. Oh my God. God you just you. made her big, God. giant, stupid head even oh Dude, bigger. God, and I don't you're need it, but I'm beautiful. It. You're so funny. Right? Just like, Thank shut you. up. It makes I'm me gonna angry. I'm going to haunt your ex. I'm going <laughs> to fucking haunt his. No, dude, my, my success is about to haunt his ass. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, Sophia. I, this is my best comedy, I think, has come after all of this. I agree. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you need something like that to happen to be like, I'm way too good for this. Damn straight. It might be also, because I'm doing I'm Zoom sorry, calls and I can't make tell. up for having jokes, bitch. Okay. I'm talking to him. Oh, charisma doesn't make up for having jokes. Nope. Yeah. No, it doesn't. You yeah. can have charisma and jokes like cat. But, oh, <laughs> ouchie, ouchie. Other, sorry. Hey, I mean, seriously, like uh, it, we all need a good kick in the ass though, to know what we're worth. And that's yes. good. You know, not that you deserve for what happened to you or anything, but. No. Oh, but, I'm so thankful that it happened. Yeah, you should be. Time yeah, to you're thriving now. That's how it happens sometimes. Totally. I, I was living under a little rock, a big rock. Well, <laughs> A short, wide walk rock. <laughs> big rock like his big old butt. Damn shit. Oh my god. Okay. This is getting off the rails. God, how much do you charge for therapy? But seriously, Sophia, this is free. Call me every day. I will back on everyone that is not nice to you. Oh, thank you so this much. This makes okay. us so happy to know that we have support from the West Coast, uh, <laughs> both for our pod and for our personal lives. Oh, all day. Lace, when I listen to your uh, episode um, about your ex with attacking him on the patio, <laughs> <laughs> streaks, 
I had heard that story before, and I chose to listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is my everything. <laughs> so, yeah, just really excited to be here on the vengeance train. <laughs> on the See, vengeance please. train. When this is all done, Sophia, okay, by the way, Sophia comes, you probably come to Atlanta at least a couple times a year, right? Yeah. She's oh, yeah. So flipping funny. If anybody lives in Atlanta, or if you're ever in a town that she's in, you gotta go see her. Oh yeah, because she's um, on the road too. She does a lot of touring and all that good stuff. Yeah, and my album Father's Day is coming out on Father's Day. Oh my gosh! If we can ever see or do comedy in person again, I will tour to promote it. <laughs> Please let us be able to do comedy again in person. I know, yeah. it hurts. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we should do a, a double podcast tour and take private parts unknown and cheaties on the road and do back-to-back live recordings and just keep the same audience jail i would fucking love that yeah and so the audience just gets progressively drunker and more insane by the end of it (laughs) until until everyone's i'm drinking tequila right now and you're three hours behind us so that's what i'm talking about yeah we're like damn <laughs> Hell yeah. You're like it's five thirty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's sounds, getting her day started right. Yeah, it sounds like a perfect time yes. to start drinking. Cheers. Yes. Um, okay, so Sophia, you said you had some cheating stories, but they were all with the same person. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get, listen, get on the train. We've Choo-choo. all, yeah, we've all, all been idiots, so welcome. Look, I'm an idiot because I cheated on um, by the same person several times. <laughs> hey, did you know? Stupid. <laughs> did you know over I and over and over know again? No, after the first time, and I forgave him. No. I was dumb. Oh. So here's the problem. Okay, I don't think that this is like a problem a lot of women suffer from, but... I can separate sex from emotion. So when someone makes like a plea to me that is about that, I'm like, that kind of makes sense. Or do you know what I mean? Like, I think you can be in love with someone and have sex with someone else. Like, Sure. That. Okay. This, cause Whatever. I, well, I sure. used so, to have this conversation. I see. I, I, I agree that people can do it, but I also think that there's people that can't, I'm somebody that can't do it. Sure. Yes. I definitely think and that, also, yeah. this is a one-time thing. I'm not saying you can oops it all fucking day long. Exactly. I'm saying you get one oops. Okay, okay. like, shit overwhelmed me, whatever, whatever. It doesn't mean I'm in love with her or something happened. It was a crazy night. You get one oops. Sure, yes. sure. One fuck right, up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I, I'm an idiot. I'm in college, you know? I don't oh, know yeah. That, so when was... Because you're married. You've been a married woman for like 10 years, but like... Yeah. Or, or almost. I've been married for like five, but I've been with my man for like 14. So oh, my yeah. God. It's like yeah. an insane amount of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're talking like back in college. So, anyway, back in college, I'm dating this dude. So already there's some red flags. Okay, he's homeless. Mm. Um. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And how but we met was we're sitting <laughs> we're sitting in the same train seat, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> we are we, in the caboose together. Yeah, we have both moved yeah. uh, pretty much homeless dudes into our homes mm-hmm. before. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, this dude straight up was homeless. He left Rhode Island, where he's from. And he came to D.C. for a protest, which is how we met. Nice. I lived in D.C. and I went to a protest and we all got illegally arrested. Okay. This was a World Bank IMF protest. Nice. 
Good choice. And me and this dude were basically jailed at the same time, which was super romantic. I was just about to say, this is all like the meat cute of my dreams. Yes. I love it. So, so romantic. And I was like, you know, in the ladies jail and he was in the men's jail and it was like very cute. And then he got out and he had nowhere to go. Wait, can you tell us, did you have a cute protest outfit on? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us your protest attire. I was an anarchist, so just like straight up black dickies, black Uh t-shirt, black uh, fucking bandana across my face. No bra? No bra. But also I had red hair. No bra, y'all. Yeah, duh, duh. I had red hair that was very bright and um i had very short hair i I might give you guys some fix but anyway so uh this dude had nowhere to go after we all got out of jail because like he missed his ride home so him and his friend katie who he drove down with he was like oh i don't have anywhere to stay and i was like you can stay at my place that's the beginning of it okay what happens after that is he just kind of starts living with me, which, you know, I am really into because he's so fine and he's very quiet and he looks like a hotter Jared Leto. Oh, I'm like, what? That's not possible. Like, what? Suits. Everywhere we go, people stop him and tell him how beautiful he is. God, those are the worst. Those are the worst. I know. And I've never been into pretty guys. Like, that's not my thing, you know? Yeah. Did he put so time into I his was... appearance or was it just effortless? <laughs> what was effortless no she's saying did he put time into his appearance or was he just effortlessly beautiful oh yeah effortless oh one of those dudes that wore like very shitty old like cords and stuff and like a faded t-shirt and you were like i will kill everyone around me to be on your face (laughs) (laughs) like that was his whole look he had like pillowy delicious lips like a perfectly chiseled jaw fucking violet giant eyes with like black eyelashes blonde curly hair oh get the fuck out Mm. what the fuck he was so much prettier than me like i have no shame in saying that oh get the fuck out of here with your hot ass first of all next to me like next to him i was like Gollum. (laughs) (laughs) i was like his shadow he's like like superman and i was like bizarro superman (laughs) you wanted people to refer to you as his girlfriend you're like let him know i didn't even i had no feelings for him whatsoever he was too pretty oh really quiet and so i didn't give a shit about him at all that's not my thing okay i do have a theory about this pretty people a lot of like very beautiful people are not the best people because they have no personality because they've never needed to have a personality. Well, hot so take, here's, Catherine. Here's what I thought, Kat. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> I thought, this pretty little bitch has no personality. And he's quiet because he doesn't have anything to say because he has no personality. Yeah. And then the more we hung out, he would, like, say these little things where he would say a thing. And it would be so cutting and funny and good. And I'd be mm. like, what? That's how he got you. This pretty little fuck is also smart and funny, but he's just, like, quiet and isn't looking for attention. I'm like, who are you? Yeah, now you got to get on it. Now you got to so, yeah, you gotta find out more. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we started, like, fucking and then dating and whatever, and he was adorable and so sweet, and it was great sex, and we'd, like, fall asleep together and all of this stuff, and it was so – it was just – 
college love like you're fucking in it he was like stealing shit for me he's going to blick art supplies during the day when i was in college and like stealing art supplies for me you know how much i came over that when i was a fucking anarchist are you kidding me blick art supplies for me oh my god that's so funny daddy brought me home with diesel illegally yeah my life is literally like Going to college, being in like a thousand student groups, uh, having like two jobs, being a scholarship kid, and this dude is stealing shit for me during the day and begging for money and then meeting me at night. Yeah, <laughs> at I my mean, house and yeah. being a little house man, and I fucking loved it. Everything about that relationship to me at that point was perfect. Yeah. Then you guys, um, winter break comes or some something like that. I have to go home to see my mom in California. This is in D.C. And he's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to go to back to Rhode Island to see my family. I'm like, okay. So he comes back and he, after I don't know how long, tells me. And we're like fucking IMing every night. You know what I'm saying? For like uh-huh. hours. <laughs> At the college computer lab, we're fucking IMing all the time. And then he gets back and he tells me he fucked his college girlfriend, Vanessa. What? Yeah. Nasty Vanessa. The only girl apparently he's ever fucked, right? So he says. So he gives me this whole sob story. So, so far, this is what I've known about him. Time out. I have a question. He said that was the only other girl he's ever fucked? Yes. Looking like you described? Was he as good as in bed as somebody that's only had sex with one other person he was good but it was like it wasn't like he had like amazing skills it was oh. like we were a good chemistry match gotcha you know? yeah, yeah 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 okay but i also wouldn't be like he's shitty you know what i mean sure yeah. sure 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 but yeah. like he's not like my ex that i'd be like oh my god this dude's a sex doctor <laughs> <laughs> like nothing like that but, uh, but well, like amazing and we were in love and it was like fireworks okay. anyway okay. this motherfucker fucks this vanessa chick right then there's this whole sob story about how he used to be fat when he was in high school. Oh, get the then fuck he lost out of here. All this weight. He was like a weird little fat hardcore kid. This is his words, not mine. Sure. And he was like, I had a shaved head and a little blue little like fucking like bang right at the front of his head. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so he's Shit. like, I don't, it didn't look like how I look like now. I wasn't like super fucking fine. I was like fat and no one liked me and people made fun of me. And then he got hot. And that's the girl that would, like, fuck with him or whatever. And that was his girlfriend. And she was, like, the pretty popular girl. I have no concept of any of this. Sure. This sounds like fucking Dawson's Creek to me. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. I'm like, I don't know. I am an immigrant. I was worried about fucking <laughs> us having enough money and being on welfare. Like, yeah. This is a lot of drama for But, like, nothing, I feel right? for your sad little blue bang. Yeah, your little blue bang. <laughs> Oh. I did feel bad for that bank, man. I was yeah. like, let's liberate it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this fucker cheated on this girl with me, and he told me, and he was like, so sorry, and I was so hurt. But then I was like, you know what? Like, she fucking charmed him into it. He told me what happened. Like, he didn't even want to, but like, all the old feelings overtook him. And he told, she told him, like, he wasn't shit and whatever, and like, she exploited him. I believed all of whatever uh, that was. Here's my so I, I want to back up. I have an, I have a, one more question just to clarify some stuff. So when yes, y'all please. get when you get back from California, you get back to DC. He gets back from Rhode Island, 
And does he just come out and, and confess? Did you find out? Did you ask? Was there like a clue or what? I don't remember all the details. Okay. But I remember that I was sufficiently shocked. Gotcha. Yeah. Like I was like, something's wrong. What's wrong? Oh, you know? yeah. That kind of you shit. probably fished it like, out of him and then he, yeah, tells us something was wrong. Yes. Gotcha. We're like, you have to do all the work of pulling the infidelity out of them. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. So he admits They're everything. Like, Bitch, that's already something extra. Like, you cheated. You do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now you got to do that work too. And then you do the work of listening, believing, and forgiving. I know. We do yeah. so much work. Jeez, oh, do so much work. Yeah, we do. So anyway, I forgave this fucking idiot because I'm a fucking idiot. And um, and I was like, yeah, okay, I guess that's, that makes sense. She fucked with your head and she's the only one you've ever known. And she told you that blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. So then I forgave him. And then it turns out, like, after we got back together months later that he cheated on me again with her multiple times when he went back home come on so how'd you find that out yeah he fucking told me way later oh my god we were no longer together god Uh, so every time so throughout the rest of that relationship he was going back to rhode island and riding old chick no, I guess he went back once more, and yeah, he fucked her, like, I guess the entire time he was there. I don't know how many times, but he was there for, like, two weeks, I think. Oh, so, my God. So, yeah. And, I mean, come on. Fool me once by falling into your old girlfriend's vagina, you know? Sure, sure. And like, we can all have one oops. Yeah. You know, I'll fall on a dick one time. Right. But, like, after that, okay. You know better. Yeah. Did you let him continue to live with you? Um, no. No, no, no. This, this, like, yeah, we were supposed to move to Philly together from D.C., and then we broke up, and I moved to Philly on my own because I was like, fuck you, I'm still doing what I was going to do. Yeah. And then he came and visited me um, way later, and I already had a different boyfriend. Um, and he visited me, and he was, like, so drunk and got hit by a car and left, left me, like, insane messages on my answering machine. And I, like, called my boyfriend and was like, please take me to your parents' house in Reading because this is crazy. And then his mom left me messages on my answering machine what? being like, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, did he get, like, she sounds like he got hurt or in trouble. And then I was like, this is fucking insane. Yeah, that's like, too much drama. When you become the babysitter even after your relationship is over and you're like, especially if you're in another relationship, is when you're like, seven other light bulbs go off in your head. Yeah. But it's like, it reminded me of what you were saying, Kat, when you were like, oh, I felt really like, still so like fucked in my brain that I kept trying to make it work or like I kept thinking like oh man you know I feel sorry for him or whatever it is that you're telling yourself that yep. it makes sense you're like well as long as he apologizes or whatever the fuck yeah during that time that I was living in Philly I had carried all of his shit that he left with me when he fucking just left my house one day when how we broke up is he just left <sighs> he left and in the middle of a rainy night left all his shit with me in D.C. I didn't know where he was. He, and then it turned out he had taken a cab for hundreds of dollars of my own debit. Oh. And then um, literally I found out that he was like across the country. That was how it ended. 
What? And I still loved him and was so sad. And I could have pressed charges against him because he stole my fucking money out of my debit card. That's, yeah. And I didn't because I felt so bad for him. These, the whole thing uh, is a goddamn nightmare. So by the time he contacted me in Philly and we met up, I had all of his shit. You that moved he left with me. His stuff. I moved to Philly with all of his stuff. You should have thrown it. it over the balcony and left it at yes. the fucking apartment in DC. And he should have found it yes. in some bushes later. That's what you should have done. And then when he came under like the fucking, oh, I'm going to come under the excuse of, I'm going to come get my stuff. That's when he came and got hit by a car and all that shit happened. And he was like super drunk and all of this crazy stuff. And he showed me his arms and like cuts on them and all of the shit. And he's like, I got raped. And I was like, what is happening? Oh my God. And I tried to be helpful, but at that point it was like, it was scary. I like didn't yeah. know what was real and what wasn't. Yeah. yeah. See, that makes me like, I, I don't even believe that whole story that he got hit by a car. Like I've, I've known guys like this. I've definitely been with a guy like this and those kind of people they have, they create so mm-hmm. much of their own drama and their own problems. And they start to make, they believe this make believe world they've created and they will just lie. They'll say anything for attention and mercy. Oh, it's, it's all for mercy. Yeah. It's like. Let me let me distract you from the shithead that I'm being mm-hmm. by making you think that yeah it's not my fault. It's not me. It's everything else around yeah. me. This person assaulted me and I got hit mm-hmm. by a car and I I bet that motherfucker probably just fell cuz he was drunk and he's like Y'all, I'm pretty sure if he got hit by a car it was because he was drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if he did really I saw yeah. him earlier that day it was in the morning and he was already drunk on a fifth of vodka that he was like trying to offer me. <laughs> And I was like, mm, no thanks, it's 11 a.m. Wow. I, I'm the most mad that he robbed you of the chance. Well, I guess you kind of had the chance, but you were still in love. But the feeling of throwing somebody's stuff off your balcony. Yeah, that's what you deserve. <laughs> There's nothing like it. Yeah. And hearing I mean, the I was cl- so sweet. crash I put of things stuff shattering. in storage at this anarchist bookstore, and I was like, it's in the basement, come get it anytime. Yeah. Was he, like, trying to make me feel bad about not giving him his stuff? I was like... You left and got hit by, I don't know how much more I can do, but that's the thing. I think the way we are is if we love somebody, when they start telling you anything that is a story, when you're still, when you still love them, you're like, well, that makes total sense. Yeah. Cause you, you're blinded. Yes. It never makes sense. It makes sense to you because you love them and you will make anything fit that puzzle. And this is the point when you realize it's kind of crazy. It's like they'll tell you it and then you'll tell it to somebody else and they'll be like, uh, are you like, are you in a right mindset right now? Like that's total bullshit. And then you start to like defend that person and you say things like, well, you just don't understand. Like you don't understand yeah, you don't know them. the relationship. Sometimes it's yeah. the retelling it that you, that starts to trigger your own mind to be like, Oh fuck, wait a second. Yeah. They, 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 it takes another person to start poking holes yeah. in that story sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to say that shit out loud and then hear yourself saying it out loud. Yep. And then be like, what the fuck did I yeah. say? That yeah. is so crazy. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you know, I've, I've already written a whole movie on your story in my head. And I, I want to pitch it to you. But um, I just, before, it's, and I hate to say this, but it is a Lifetime movie. Um, but, but listen, we all start somewhere. And um, But before I pitch it, do you know where he ended up? 
No. Okay. So I've tried to look him up for sure. Because okay. I was just so curious. Because things started going downward. He got a piercing um, between his eyes. Oh. And then he got... Um, he he's white, obviously. <laughs> Sounds like a really fucked up white person. Well, um, the blue bang kind of. Yeah, the blue bang really yeah. gave that away. Yeah, yeah, that gave it away. <laughs> but this fucker was blonde, right? And he got blonde dreadlocks towards the end of us no. being together. Oh, oh. oh you guys! And this was like 2003, so it was more acceptable, but still. But still, oh. So if you felt like sorry for him, don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. No. I feel like no, someone. white person with dreadlocks ends up being a good person at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. No, they end up getting hit by a car. Yeah, I was going to say. every story I've ever heard. I'm sure that someone. And let me tell you the actual hit them story. On yeah, it was never an accident. It was never an accident. It was a car. Time. It was a car purpose. Oh, my God. A gr- another woman that he had stolen from and cheated on Sophia with in Philadelphia ran him over <laughs> yes because she she recognized yes. his blonde dreads so here's who i'm casting okay who are you casting uh jared this leto. is half well, well i was gonna it cast has to be jared leto with like bleached hair i was gonna cast heath ledger he's died he's dead a long time ago okay wow Catherine. <laughs> no I, I knew but this is hypothet oh, okay okay uh, oh, sorry. okay like i any, think you any actor of any time yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you're okay. really gonna like this because we're gonna go to cast this next person. We're gonna have to go back to like her early days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bitch he cheated on you with high school, Mandy Moore. Oh, I like it. But but I was always picturing Vanessa Hudgens, but I think that's just because her, her name, name is Vanessa. For no oh. other but she was she was the bitch in High School Musical. Nasty Nessa. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. And honestly, I listen. I wanna I wanna cast you as you. Yeah. You know what? It doesn't matter how old I am. I'll play that role. No, it's either you. Yeah, and and he's with if you. Luke and then Perry could play a fucking high school student. I'll play. That's right. Student. Yeah, that's right. That's You're right. So true. And this is what happens. He leaves. She, like she gets knocked up. They're both. They're <gasps> both in Staten Island now, and they're both that's so real. And listen, this is the best part. Them and their child. They all have beer bellies. All of them. Oh my god, I see it. I and totally you, see it. you are a superstar in LA. Yep. Comedic. St- I mean, stand-up comic. My bank act- account, but like one day. <laughs> hey, listen. You are. You're a superstar mm-hmm. in our hearts. Mm, bless. Hey, yeah. did you? I have not told the story in so long. This was really. Uh, Is it therapeutic? Is it cathartic? It really was. It Good. was cathartic. I'm glad you got it out. We feel yes. we're we're blessed that you shared that story. <sighs> With us, Thanks, I know. I really wish I had pictures of how hot he was. I oh, do too. Do, do you have any pickies? I would love to see a before and after. I have zero pickies. Are you sure you, you don't have any like yeah, yeah, yeah. any photo I album so photos? Hard to look up anything, and there's nothing. I feel like unless I have witnesses, people are not going to remember that I dated someone that hot. Well, was any? No. Do you have any buddies at the time? Did you like have another roommate or anything that might have? Yeah, I do. I, I do have references for sure. Okay. 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 Well, maybe well, they well. have like they snapped like a candid, you know? Yeah. Melissa contacts sitting around drinking Zimas or something one night, you know? Do you guys want to talk about jerking off now? What's happening? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay yeah, so yeah, yeah, I yeah. know you had like a short amount of time. Do you need to go ahead and go, or can you get this next one out? Uh, I have like another couple minutes. 
Okay. So I love this. You're this story that you told on, well, it's an adventure you took for your podcast, private parts unknown where you and your co-host Courtney cavort around the world, um, for sex stories, stories about sex and, and shit, right? Is that the best way to describe it? Sex, love, relationships, gender, all that shit. All that good stuff. So y'all explored all over the world and this actual episode made it into business insider, on this day that we're actually talking to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and so big fucking deal. We're here's how I want to frame this. Um, as an alternative to cheating, if you want to to monogamy or that, yeah, that, uh, this is an option for those who are probably interested if they can get the, the consent of their partner. So tell us, tell us in short what happened. So basically, uh, when me and Courtney were in Tokyo, we were talking to our friend, our new friend, Hiroko, who is a journalist. And she said, we were like, hey, is there anything else we should know about love and sex in, in Japan? And she said, yeah. And we've been talking about all these different levels of, uh, levels of sex and uh, intimacy work in Japan because sex work is legal. Right. So oh. we were like, hey, so what are all the different levels? And blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the interview, we were like, Hey, is there anything else we should know? And she was like, yeah, actually, I just did an interview with this guy that works for an agency that basically jerks women off. <laughs> and you were like, what? Do you say jerks women off? Do you jerk women? I mean, I say it like that. I don't know. I love I'm to say it like to that. Like okay. Clever, but that's just how I think of it. Yeah. It's I mean, the it, quickest. Maybe I'm very violent with how I jerk <laughs> off, so I just say jerk off, but I don't know. What do you say? Rub one out? Yeah, I would, yeah. I mean, I think that's more uh, technical. I, I, yeah, I've definitely said jerk off. Like I, I've just jerked off. Or I'm going to jerk off. I've definitely right, said that. Yeah. Or I I'm say, I say polish. Like a thruster, so, a or, thruster. or other stuff. I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like. I, I like to be polished off. Polished off. That's a good one. All right. So, so there's a company. <laughs> anyway, yeah. A fleet. So, yeah, so there's a company basically, uh, in Japan that, um, our friend sent us a link to, and it's this guy that trains um, these dudes in the art of jerking women off, and like thousands of guys apply to do this job, like literally over two thousand apply to do this job, and um, I'm on the phone recording a podcast. I know, I know, I know. In five minutes, I'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we made you late to your next thing. No, we're cool. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, so she's like, they're trained in this. At the end of getting trained by this guy on how to jerk women off, they have to jerk a woman off, and, and she has to rate them on how well they did. And if they don't do well enough, they don't pass. Do okay. they get a second try? Like, is it like... I don't know, but I think that's the best job in the world. Her job? C minus. Are you kidding? Yeah, Yeah, fuck yeah, that's the best job. Get down there. See, I've been grading guys for free all this time. Mm -hmm. I know, I know. So fucking tight. So anyway, she told us about it, and we were like, okay, how much does this cost? And she's like, just a little over $100. It's 70 minutes. They come over to your hotel. So it's like hotel fees included. And I'm like, this is cheaper than a fucking massage in LA. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's... So anyway, they look like K-pop stars. Oh, hell yes. And I went. They're just like pretty beautiful little dolls, you know? Yeah. And so he basically, uh, my guy, like, did this thing where, like, he suck-kissed down my body 
which is, I think a tech, not, I think, cause Courtney and I compared notes, but it's like for sure a technique that the click commander, which is what we call the guy that runs the agency, <laughs> the click commander, um, trains his, uh, his army. I think like that's one of the moves. Mm-hmm. So he kind of sucked his down my body and then like put like massage oil on my like back and ass. And then he did this like weird flip flutter kiss thing with his fingertips. Oh, that kind of like like kind of makes all of your nerves kind of stand on end. It's very simple, but it's very effective. Again, a click commander technique. And then he flipped me over, tastefully covered up my boobs, which is adorable. Um, it was as adorable as when he had his like tiny boner like poking at my back while we were like, I was like, this is so respectful and lovely. When I was like on my stomach, I could just feel it, but he like wouldn't do anything. That's so yeah. nice. But it's very nice. It's so polite. It's really nice. It's I very love it. Polite and respectful. I love I a respectful bone. Were y'all having a conversation? Dude, no. Because they don't speak English. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh my God. That's, oh, that's <laughs> Even the better. best. I think Catherine he just came. Yeah. Words. Thinking about yeah, that. Cat, it's amazing. Fucking seriously. He said five words and they were all the right ones. At first, he was just like, <laughs> oh. shower. And I was like, no, you shower. And he was like, oh, you shower. So <laughs> I showered, he showered, then I showered like separately. Mm-hmm. And then, anyway, so after the whole thing, oh, and so then he flips me over. And then he starts basically like gently licking my pussy. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. And then I he gets sh- out this like arsenal of toys, which I can't really see because I'm like laying back. Yeah. So he gets out this clit sucker and it's like amazing. Wow. And then he gets out all these other fucking vibrators and dildos. It's insane. Anyway, I come and then I'm like, okay, well, thank you so much. And I'm trying to get up. And he's like, no, <laughs> no finish. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so he has to do the whole going. 70 minutes, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. I think so. Like, what if you're like, I can't, what if you, yeah, physically cannot be touched anymore? No. See, okay. I guess the whole thing is he was like challenge accepted. Ah. So he, did, he, he made me come three more times. Dear Jesus. Wow. Holy. And wow. then at How the end of that, that, I was like, <laughs> I am so tired. <laughs> and I was like, please finish. And he was like, finish. And I was like, yes, finish. And he was like, okay. And then we each showered again separately. And then we were like, thank you. No, thank you. And he's wow. like, no, thank you. And I'm like, no, seriously, thank you. And he was like, no, thank you. Very sexy. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, Courtney walked in because she was like, I can hear you motherfuckers thanking each other. Let me in. <laughs> found out what their Twitter handles are. So now we follow our prostitutes on Twitter. That is Aww. so cute. They're very cute. It's a lot of but you know pictures. And Aww. and also just, you know, uh those are not their real names. So you can if you want get uh Yeah. Let's follow, follow them. them and get some some really great service. Oh my God. Yes. What are their what are their handles? Can you text it to me and we can post oh, it? Oh, I with totally this? will, yeah. Oh my God, yes. please. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay. okay. Really so the one part of this that I wanted to get to was, well, you're married, so you clearly had to ask your husband, yeah. right? Were you nervous? Oh yeah, I called him right away. I was like, yo, so uh I was like, we just heard about this. It's like happy ending massages for women. We wanted you for the pod. 
Um, you know, it's just research, like clearly just fucking research. Yeah. You know, is it cool? And Max was like laughing. He was like, yeah, just go come. Go come. Oh my God. He didn't give a shit. Was it weird for you? You were like, this is the first person that said anything you said? Yeah. No, no, I mean, nah, that's the thing. It wasn't weird. And I don't think it changed anything. It's not romantic in any way. Right. Afterwards, I felt so happy. Yeah. Like a massage. Like such a release. Yeah. It's like if you had a massage to like the 10th degree, you know? Here's what I want to know. If if coming back home, like back to LA and hooking up with your husband again the next time, did like, did this enhance y'all's sex life? Did he want to hear all about it and... Uh, I don't know if you want to hear all about it. I told him all about it. <laughs> Love you. But he's really sweet. Like today yeah. when he read the Business Insider article, he came in and he like read it. He was like, oh, he's like, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Ah, goals. goals. He's the best man in the world. So it's like not, you know. Yeah. But also I, it's, I cannot emphasize this enough. There's nothing romantic about somebody getting you off professionally. Right. It, yeah. There's no it sounds very business. It turns into yeah. That. Yeah. It's business as usual. I mean, if you probably put my guy in a lineup, I don't think I'd be able to choose him. Sure. Him out of a lineup because you'd be like, let me hear them the all say thank you. His fucking face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I. Lo- I mean, I fucking. I love the whole idea of it, like taking all of that out of it because it's so the opposite of cheating. It's like. Nope, this is a thing. This is a service that I need. It's like getting a fucking head, like a haircut or something, right? Like, Dude, I think bitches would be happier if they spent their money on this instead of manicures. Like, I'm telling you. So, and I think it's very enlightened that Japan has this. And it's called health delivery, which I think is hilarious. Health delivery. Health delivery. So, yeah, deliver some of that dick. I'd spend that instead of therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Totally. Okay. I love you guys. All right. Okay. Bye. Love you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. We'll plug you on everything. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was awesome. She stayed like eight minutes longer than she was supposed to. She was like, let's go, girls. Yeah. She's like, (laughs) but I had to get to the part where she like talked to her husband. That's the whole point of me bringing this up. Um, okay. All right. Do we intro this? Yeah. We'll intro this and um we need our reactions to getting off the phone with her too so let's go into that holy shit what do do you you think well i'm first reactions so much more intrigued at first i was like god no but (laughs) right now that you like hear it because i've heard her tell the story already and so i at first, I was the same thing. You're, it's kind of like jarring, and you're like, "What the?" F-? Well, the first thing she, when she said seventy minutes, I was like, "You mean seven minutes? Seven minutes? Because yeah. I need seven seconds." Yeah, sometimes seventy minutes is a long time. Well, is that massage included, or is it not really a massage? No, I think they. I think you actually get like a a massage, like okay. a decent that. little massage to go with it. But it's mainly that you know the coming and all. I don't think I need seventy minutes. Yeah, that's a long time. I hope I, that includes like the showers and all the thank yous that you, you know, all the, that, the niceties yeah. back and forth. You know, it sounds, I mean, because the only stories I've ever heard is like dudes, you know, yeah. going to a massage and yeah. then asking for it. And like, that's the only, so I've yeah. always thought it was just like quick, mm-hmm. 
very impersonable. Quick and dirty. And yeah. generally dirty. Like just yes, actually dirty. nasty, like, like in an alley yes, or they pick yes, someone yes, up yes. in yeah. the back of a car. Like some like cafeteria plastic gloves lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like which she definitely is, has a hairnet on. Which here's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm all, uh, I mean, obviously my mind has changed about this over, you know, through my life. I think the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, this makes total sense. I understand why people pay for a service like that. And it's not as disgusting or whatever as it sounds, but it is in places where it's not legal, like in Japan where it's legal, that seems safe. Very professional. It seems professional. It seems just like a, like a business transaction. Um, and when you make it illegal in most parts of America, then that it le- it lends itself to seedy, you know, safe, not gross places where people are being sex trafficked. Yes. And, yeah. It's not and you're safe having, for the safe. It's not safe for the workers. workers. Yeah. It's not safe for anybody involved. Like it's, it's scary and it's gross and it's all that stuff. But, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. Like that definitely shit. I would totally see if Jared would let me do that if I were in well, Japan. I know. I'm like, oh, so this is a new relationship. Or maybe you and we're married, <laughs> but I mean, I'm definitely not like, I, I get it. Yeah. I, that's fascinating. I love, I love the, and I love, I mean, I, I love Sophia and Max anyway, and they're so fantastic. And I just love that. He's like, yeah, go come. And he's like, that's, see, that's also a sexy thing is somebody that's so confident in himself and your relationship where you're just like, yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about a damn thing. Yeah. He's not worried. I'm happy for you. Yeah. I'm not jealous. No. That's beautiful. That is yeah. a, that's, that's a nice, really, I know it's not for everybody, but that is a very healthy, uh, relationship yeah. in my mind. I'm so glad she took time to like call us on her business schedule. She is the shit. Yeah, she I is. I love her. I adore her. I love, uh, she's like, love and her. I don't know why, but she's my favorite Spice Girl. <laughs> I know she wasn't a real Spice Girl, but hey, like. She's a Spice Girl in our hearts. Yes. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, Okay. Well, I think that was a great episode. I feel, um, I feel different inside. I feel. Well, I mean, she, she really started to explain some things and I almost started taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. I went into some details. At one point, Catherine looks at me in the conversation and just mouths the words, how much is a flight to Japan? (laughs) And I was laughing so hard, but we didn't want to interrupt <laughs> Sophia any more than we already were because she was in a hurry. But yeah. uh yeah. That was some that was some I- intriguing, uh fun, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy, so much to think about. That's also probably like the dirtiest this podcast has gotten. Yeah, and it, it's like her every day. Yeah, but she's like, she's just like, nope, it's how I talk. So it's like kind of like a suck motion. <laughs> up and down, up and down. <laughs> you know, and we're like, you know. Okay. okay. I, <laughs> We don't know. We're yeah. good Southern uh, yeah. girls. I, I instantly turned into that grandma that's like, I don't care. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm cool. I don't care. I'm fine. <laughs> I swear. I told you I'm cool. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so much fun, though. That's so cool. And also, dude, the, the hot dude she dated, like, oh, you know what? Before we close out, I want to say I've got a absolute perfect story that literally goes hand in hand with that story of her, of her hot Jared Leto who cheated on her and acts like he got, well, he probably did get hit by a car, but whatever. Um, that whole sob story. Mm-hmm. 
So, and I don't think I've told this on the podcast yet about the very first date I went on with my now husband <laughs> and how oh, yeah. I've told you in person, but yes. I don't know if I've told on the podcast. So Jared had taken me out, uh, to dinner and it was our very first date date. Like we had already met at a comedy club and all that. And we had talked on the phone and that was it. And while we're at dinner, my phone is like in my purse and it was up against the chair and it was ringing like back to back to back to back to back. And after like the fourth ring, I was like, okay, clearly there's an emergency or something. Let me grab my phone. And I grab my phone and I start checking. I've got a million freaking text messages, all these missed calls. It was my exes, which everyone who's been following along, my ex who had literally just moved out of my apartment or was moving out. One of the, it was like during that little time between him (laughs) moving out and whatever. And, and it was my ex's best friend calling me to tell me that my ex had gotten drunk, fallen, tripped on some rocks or some shit outside of a bar or restaurant, hit his face in the cement and busted his chin open. And if you, if you ever cut your face open, like you bleed like crazy, right? God wouldn't allow that to happen. No, never to you. No. So he busts his fucking chin. It's pouring blood everywhere. They have to, it's big enough gash that they have to take him to the emergency room to get stitches. And it's my ex's best friend calling me going, he's in the emergency room getting stitches. You need to come down here. And I was like, Mm-mm. no, not at all. Why would I need to? <laughs> like, wait, let me let me scream yeah. that a little louder. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Not my problem. Me. I literally was like, this could not be. I'm, and it was what's crazy. I had to get up and like walk to the other side of the patio because we were. It was like you know summertime. We were eating dinner on a patio, and I had walked to the other side of the patio to take this call. And I would like told Jared, like, I'm sorry, I gotta make a phone call real quick. (laughs) And I like glance over, I look back to where my going to be new boyfriend is sitting. And I'm like, this is like, this couldn't be more clear. Yeah. Dumb ex in the emergency room, busting his dumb drunk head on the pavement, um, and getting stitches and needs me, um, or, sweet, lovely, funny, successful comedian boy who is taking me to dinner on a lovely night at a patio. Like it couldn't be more obvious what a good decision I had made. Thank God you were on a date with Jared. Right. And not. Cause I could have been pulled. Like if I was just at home, I could have been drawn to like, oh, I yeah, guess I'll like, go yeah, yeah, yeah. pick him up or something. Cause that was the other thing. His best friend was telling me like, I can't drive him home. I've got to go somewhere else. I've already been with him for hours tonight. Like you've got, and his whole family lived in, you know, North Carolina. And I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. This is absolutely not my problem. <laughs> and I even said, Hey, why don't you have him call old skunk streaks? And have her come pick him. And once I like started bringing that up, then his best friend was like, okay, okay, okay. I got it. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Let him clear. Let him clear. clear. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, bye. And I even had to say to him, I was like, dude, I'm literally on a date right now. I am absolutely God, not so leaving this good. date. Like I've got a half drink margarita up there at my seat. Like I am not going anywhere. You've lost your damn mind. You can take care of that. So yeah. Did you tell Jared? Yeah, I did. I actually did. I walked right back because I thought about that. I was like, I could totally act like that was nothing or not even get into it. Or I could walk up to him and be like, 
oh, that's my piece of shit ex. And yeah. I just was like, at that point, I, I really, really liked Jared. And I had a, like, I had all this chemistry with him already. And this was our first date. And I was like, why don't I just put everything on the table? I'm just going to yeah. tell him. He's going to find out if we're going to keep dating. He's going to know. Yeah. So I did. I just, I, went, I was like, oh my God, my idiot ex, he got drunk and busted his face open. He's like, huh? He all right? I was like, oh, he's getting stitches and his, you know, whatever. He's like, okay. So anyway, like, ah. Uh, and you're like, he like didn't, he had nothing on. to say about it. He just, yeah, he just moved on and I moved on. Everybody moved on. It was just great. Just, it was just beautiful. Yeah. But I it's love, like, I love those chapters when you're like, okay, yeah. I'm going to wash my hands of all that yep. BS. Didn't need it. Move on to this fantastic new chapter. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was yeah. a beautiful moment. But that like really solidified everything for me. But anyway, yeah. When she said that about him showing up like that to her new place with her new boyfriend, I'm like, oh my God, that was it. That was mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for showing me your colors. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, this what was a great, a, yeah. Heartfelt. Right? Heartfelt and so dirty. This is so dirty. It's been this heartfelt is, and dirty. Heartfelt and dirty. Yeah. That might be the title. I, like that. I think heartfelt and dirty. Heart, yeah. <laughs> you feel dirty in your little hearts. Heart heart feels and panty feels. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Both are pounding. Both are pounding. Can you okay. Um, All right, that is it. That is not your heartbeat we hear through the mic. Did you you hear about the sucking? Do you remember? Oh, I heard about the sucking. I heard the oils, the the sucking, the body sucking, the toys, the showers. I I need to be more than six feet away from everyone right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, thank God you're six feet away from me during this conversation. Um, all right. So that was it. Y'all please call us with your stories. Uh, leave us your voicemails at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. Anytime and follow us on the internets. You can follow us on our Instagram at Chidi's Podcast. You can find us individually. I am on Instagram, uh, kbiz9, K-B-I-Z-Z-9. How can they find you, Lace? Oh, my God. They can find me over my name, and it's at Lace Larrabee. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and if you, again, text Chidi's, that's C-H-E-A-T-I-E-S, to 555-888. Um, we'll, they'll send you a link so you can get subscribed, and you just go ahead and you know, rate us. Yeah. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. Please. Um, and we may send you some, uh, some little love here and there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hit us up. We got, we got new stuff, uh, coming up soon. We've got some fun ideas. We've got some merch. Uh, we got some stickers that have been made. We're going to get those oh, yeah. printed. Uh, we're going to get some koozies and some other fun stuff too. If y'all have any ideas of Cheaties merch that you would love, hit us up, hit us on the gram and tell us what you would love uh, to purchase of ours to help us keep this thing going. Um, thank you so much. We love y'all. We love you. Toodles. Bye. That's my wife, you asshole.